0: And, um, uh, let's get to talking. Uh, anyway, you're still listening to Africa Focus. I have with me a, a special guest. It's a little over eight o'clock. So I guess, right? It's, it's time to finally, um, talk about stuff. should we I have a special special guest who needs no introduction he's going to introduce himself uh, in a little bit we're going to know more about him and what he does and uh, that special guest is uh, Terry from hey (laughs) how are you doing (laughs) I'm
1: good thank you thank you very much
0: now I I was a little too late with um having the the applause you know showing up but uh, I I have uh, I'm giving an applause in my head so just to let you know <laughs> how are you doing?: I'm good,
1: thank you. How are you?:
0: I am also doing very good. Uh, I just heard because you told me you just flew in right like right now. Um, you, this morning you flew in, isn't it? You came specially for this interview. We flew from Ghana. Listen, those are the major things that we do here on higher radio. We have people flying in, and that includes even Shatawale coming next week <laughs> When did you come?
1: I came, I came last week.
0: Last week. Oh okay. Yeah. That is cool. That yeah. is good. So how is um Holland treating you thus far?
1: Um it's 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 cold. It's 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 way it's way too cold. But mm-hmm. uh <laughs> no, I think apart from that it's good. It's uh, you know it's good to see my family again. Yeah. And, uh to see friends again and stuff. So it's good, yeah. it's good, but it's it's, it's just too cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is the only thing. Yeah. All right. So, um while well, you have your friends and your family here, is there anything else that you missed that you would that you're like, you know, what I I I need that. Like food, for instance. What what type of food would you be like, you know, when I'm in Holland, I'm having that.
1: Yeah. Um I'd say uh yeah cheese i'd say cheese cheese yeah. all right yeah, so Yo, I, be- I, yes yes you know, <laughs> like a proper proper or something <laughs> <laughs> you don't really have that over there well i think you do have but i mean it's not it's not as accessible
0: okay yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like crazy expensive because it's probably that's true imported expensive. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. True. so i'm assuming that when you go back you're taking on stocks of cheese no, with you <laughs> and how was your sunday uh i mean it's um it's relaxing to many of us. Uh, yeah. What did you do?
1: It was good. It was good. I went to church um, in the morning, and then afterwards, uh, went to family. Just, uh, just, uh, yeah. Spoke, spoke, with, spoke with family members, and then, and then head over to, to this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you did some catching up. Yeah. yeah, yeah How was church? It
1: was good. It was good. It was, uh, it was a really interesting
0: service. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I I won't <laughs> ask you what the service was about. Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Anyway, well, um, I sh- slightly introduced uh, you to our listeners. Uh, you are a Dutch professional and, uh, well, Dutch-Canadian, as we would say. And um, you used to be based in the Netherlands. And now you've moved back. You've taken on a career yeah. as uh managing director of uh, Jumia Foods, which is like one of the companies that's doing major, especially in, well, probably in the area of logistics and food, right? Yeah. yeah, As we yeah. would say. So uh with all of that being young and motivated as you are, we would like to know like who is uh, Terry. Tell us a bit about that.
1: All right, okay. Um yeah, so Terry ter- Terry's a child of God. <laughs> that's, that's a Terry's good one. A child of God. C O G. You know. You know. Um yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm Terry uh, at the moment I'm the country managing director for uh, for for Jimmy Food Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Um before that I used to live in the Netherlands. Um used to live in South Africa as well. Oh also, really? Yeah. I uh, worked there as an investment banker at, at, at Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. Um but I've always been passionate about Africa. Uh, i have always been able to or or have always aspired to use use my God given abilities to do the same million possible. That's mm-hmm. that's 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 a particular statement or a mantra. Yeah. Um I, I live by. Um I have it in my room. Um, and it's basically just using whatever God gave you. You have it to, written to, on your wall. Yes. All right. To, to do the seemingly impossible. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 Terry.
0: Got it. So were you born and raised in the Netherlands? Yes, yes.
1: It? So I was born and raised in the Netherlands in uh, in uh, in uh, Amsterdam, then at some point moved to um, Hovdorp, and then studied in Rotterdam. You escaped the craziness of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point moved to Johannesburg, and then from Johannesburg moved to Accra.
0: Okay. So you kept it African? I kept it African. <laughs> I kept it African
1: indeed. Yeah. All
0: right. So uh where are you from? Like who your daddy? Who your mom? Uh, <laughs> who, yes. where are you from? <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, really from. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. So my um my parents come from a, a, a little town called Quill. Okay. In the in the in the eastern region, or bombing Quill okay in the eastern region and uh yeah we're very proud to be uh to be close obviously we're guardians spa. <laughs> i mean we are so
0: close to be <laughs> that yeah. sets its own standard As- like that don't you like have a uniform or something like <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> or an emblem or whatever I think mm-hmm. I think
1: I think they do have like particular particular klutz, like around okay. uh, around around Easter and stuff. But now I I okay,
0: because no the way you're saying it, I'm sure it deserves some merchandise or something, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's where your parents are from, that's where my parents are from. and yeah. uh, they're road to the Netherlands. Can you tell us a little bit about that when did their they road? They yeah,
1: okay. So they 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 came as uh, teenagers, and then they oh. also came with their 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 parents. So my mom came with uh, with her parents, and then my my, my dad came with his brothers um Ooh. yeah so that's 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 about it so they came as teenagers and um basically met here um and uh <laughs> i mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there, there you were <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> okay you know yeah so there's two generations of uh immigrants as they would say
1: yeah that, yeah
0: that's that's quite unique because i think that averagely most of us are where uh, our age group is now is probably oh. the the second generation of of Ghanaians being here. Um, So that is quite rare, as one would say that, hey, you know what, uh, my grandma Came yeah. here as well, yeah. because most of the times, like of our age group, it's then our parents, That's the parents that came. Yeah. That's an inspiring story. And yes. um, what about your profession, your education? Yeah. Where was that? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: All right. So I, um, I studied uh, the international bachelor of economics and business economics. Business economics, right? Yes, at the at the University of, uh, in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after completing that 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 course, mm-hmm. I, um, I pursued a masters in financial economics. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason why I chose the first the first course IBEP, um, mm-hmm. which was an international course, is that yeah. I, I didn't want to be I, I didn't want to be limited to to the the, the Netherlands, right? Like I already knew that I wanted to do something outside of um, the, the Netherlands. I mean, yeah. I love the Netherlands. Don't get me wrong, but there's much more outside yeah. of this country. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd always been interested in, in pursuing something outside mm-hmm. the borders of this country. Yeah. Um, and I also knew I wanted to become an investment banker at first. Um and so that's why I chose to, to, to pursue a master's in financial economics mm-hmm. so that is about my uh,
0: I my see education so him. uh, that area of finance like when when and how did you discover that that area of finance was suitable for you
1: yeah yeah I mean I think you know I was I was, I was always I was always fascinated about like banking right and um particularly investment banking due to the fact that I thought that investment banking was a particular division in banking mm-hmm that um merged entrepreneurship and merged sales and merged um you know plain vanilla banking Mm -hmm. um and so that's why i I pursued investment banking and i always said investment banking is basically sales on a different kind of level right because you as an investment bank you advise companies on um selling and buying other companies Mm -hmm. right and so um in order to do so you'd have to be able to Think about value drivers of a company. You think how to be able to get a company to grow, and um, you know you, you're basically merging entrepreneurship and, and, and finance in in, in in the in, in the one. Two. Yes, yeah.
0: So you have to be a good salesperson.
1: I'd say so. Yes, you would. Yes, 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 mm, yes, yes. I see. Yeah. That's
0: um. That's a creative, or it's not creative at all. That is, <laughs> I, I admire people <laughs> who who well who do finance in the first place because it feels like it has this image. Or a reputation that it's uh, the workload, yeah, as much. Would you say? Would you call that to be true? That is one hundred percent
1: true. Oh. That is one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I loved I love my time at, at at so I worked at Goldman Sachs. That's an American investment bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and did so in jo- in Johannesburg because I wanted to work on sub-Saharan African deals, um, mm-hmm. in mergers and acquisitions. But um, I think the workload was. I think that's something. Like if you were to speak about the pros and cons of investment banking, that's mm-hmm. like a major, major negative that is on on each and everyone's list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd be working from nine, as a nine a.m. Typically around nine a.m. Yeah, and I'd be going home around three um, in in the morning a.m. Indeed. Oh gosh. You know, and that's like a regular day. And if you if you if you're doing that mm-hmm. six days straight, because um, I think our 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 only um, free day was the Saturday. And sometimes even if it was like if it was a really busy period, you'd always have to always come in on a also come in on a on a Saturday. So basically, every single thing you were doing was banking, banking, banking each and every day. It's and life. As, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, pretty intense. And you know, you know, as and as much as I loved um, that what that that which I was doing and the fact that I was there where I wanted to be, because I I it was one of my dreams to actually work at Goldman Sachs. So mm-hmm. I was quite pumped about being able to do so. Yeah. Um, the workload was was quite um um yeah actually put it
0: quite intense. <laughs> <laughs> it was intense. Yeah. And you also spoke earlier about your interest um, for Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. How did that come about? Because one would actually say that hey, uh, you're living here in the Netherlands. Yeah. Isn't that? Wouldn't you like to stay in the West? Yeah. Um, how did that come about?
1: Yeah, I'd say I think at some point, um, everyone kind of has some kind of. Idea of what gives the person energy, right? Yeah. And so, um, whenever there would be something on Africa on, mm-hmm. on TV, for example, on BBC, uh, CNN, focus on Africa, like these kinds of shows, shows <laughs> like your own, <laughs> <laughs> hey. the, you know? <laughs> these would be things that would fascinate me. These would be things that would um, give me energy, and um, I don't think there's any any um, presentation that I haven't done on on, on Africa or let me phrase it differently, like whenever there was a presentation I had to do in school or some kind of um, thesis, it would always circle around Africa.
0: I have the same thing. (laughs) We had like, what's it called? I don't know the English word for it. We call it Sprigbert. Yes. You know, we had it would always almost every year would be about Ghana. So there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think contributed to that? Because yeah. obviously, you know, being young and, um, you know, you know, having the time for everything. Because being yeah. a kid, like, no bills, no yeah. all of that. That's like the best period of life. How do you think that comes about? Uh, with your with anyone's interest in Africa foremost? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I'd say. um I don't think you can explain it proper, right? It's just mm-hmm. something you feel inside, right? Because yeah. there's so many people that are also African or of African descent but don't really have that energy when yeah. you speak about Africa. So I think it's something that is just
0: it's like a burn down. a burning flame.
1: You know? Yeah. Got it.
0: But yeah. and was there an instant where maybe from home, uh how was that at home? Did your parents focus specifically on going back or how was that?
1: Yeah. No, so my parents indeed always kinda made sure that we understood where we where we came from. Um and um yeah I think that has also been pivotal in uh in uh in my choice to to, to go back to Ghana right now. And they also always kinda did some things back home and like you always see them going back and forth and do some yeah something. So I'm sure that these things also kinda of inspire you to to look at what is actually there.
0: Gotcha. Yeah totally agree had the, yeah. had the same thing yeah <laughs> and now we're sitting here talking about Africa right <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be right back in a little bit because um, I just want to listen to a song I don't know I just feel like doing that right now <laughs> and then we're going to be back to talk to uh, Terry about uh, being a Dutch Ghanaian professional he's um, uh, well within our te- theme called here which is come home um, he, he was born and raised in the Netherlands and um, now Now he's based in Ghana, on to career, major things and stuff, how that comes about and what it takes to uh, finally make that decision to go back home. Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but first, uh, you might want to listen to uh TikTok. TikTok. Yes, TikTok is like one of the legendary Ghanaian artists, and he's he, he's coming back strong, collaborating with a new school artist, uh Kwame Eugene, uh, a remake of a classic called uh Kwani. Kwane. Uh-huh. A special team, Brafi. <laughs> and I explained to you earlier that within the theme of diasporans coming uh back uh or coming to Ghana and uh, venturing into new things whether that be business tourism uh, vacation and uh, what it what not uh, i think this is a great opportunity to make a lot more people aware of um how beautiful our continent is and excite more people to be involved uh, with our nation Ghana and the African continent as a whole. Uh, today is a Ghana themed uh, day. I realized that within listing all of my song like Kwame Eugene and Kitty come up like what 10 times or something they're taking over my freaking my freaking song list. I need to do something about that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, for those of you who are listening uh, to Africa Unfocused, uh, I am Miss Abba. This is the place where I get to share success stories uh, one by one. Every week, I have a special guest on the show who is uh, of African descent and who is making quite some moves. They get to talk to us about how we can achieve and uh, create success. Uh, First and foremost, I just want to give a shout out to Frida. Frida, thank you so much. For tuning in uh, also, uh, Saloveina Latte. Thank you for tuning in and taking the time out to listen. Uh, one of my aunties, <laughs> Emilia Duku. Auntie, thank you for listening uh, right now. Uh, now I am talking to Terry from, and I want my Facebook listeners to know that you can drop some questions in the comment box. Uh, let us know how you're feeling. How do you think this interview is going? What else would you like to know? Are there any questions? Do you have comments on the concept uh would you move back to um your country of origin your african country of origin? let us know uh express something and of course in uh about fifteen minutes we also get to talk uh and ask Terry who I have here with me some questions about what he is doing now first of all Terry before we going to get go into you know how african you are <laughs> um you have uh you have a special announcement. You have an event coming up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it today on my Instagram, and yeah. I saw the beautiful flyer. That. Um, w- what is that about? Tell me. Yes. All
1: right. Um. Yeah. So on the 30th of this month, um, 30th of November, mm-hmm. um, we're organizing the the, the Ghanaian Dream, and so it's a seminar. Um, a seminar that aims to educate and uh, inform the Ghanaian diaspora mm-hmm. on what it is like to live in Ghana and to work in Ghana and to and to do business in Ghana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you know, there's quite some quite some Ghanaian diaspora in the Netherlands um, and also outside outside of the Netherlands, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but now specifically in the Netherlands, that are interested, right? Interested in like, learning about what it is like yeah. to make that move to Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 um it's something that you know I get. Quite some messages yeah. on, on Instagram, on um, like through connections, mm-hmm. um, have a lot of phone calls with people um, on what it is like to to move to Ghana. So, yeah,
0: um,
1: I thought it might work to actually have such a um, such a seminar mm-hmm. to get like, everyone, um, yeah, that is interested in, in making that move educated right uh, in, 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 in in one go basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, if I understand it correctly, because you, uh, when did you decide to move uh, back?
1: yeah yeah <laughs> there was there was there was super i wouldn't say super random but um so i was working at golden Sachs back then and then at some point. johannesburg got, yes yes and then it got got head hunted by um by uh the founder right the founder of this business head hunted um, yes so i got okay. a i got a message and um i had to speak to the person and then we spoke and at first i wasn't really interested right like i i knew that at some point i wanted to come to ghana but then you know the way i kind of set it out in my mind was that it would go back in like well, maybe two years or something i'd work at Goldman for two years or three years and then after just build up some more experience you know maybe go to go, go to private equity and then after private equity then go into doing something for myself in ghana but then um, opportunity presented it itself, and um, it looked like a nice opportunity right, to write to, to to be to be managing a company. Blessings located you, country, amen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, that is probably the reason why people come to you, uh, right, with the questions as to what does it take for me to work in Ghana?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. what kind of questions do you get that made you uh, think? You know what? I'm going to organize an event in yeah. Amsterdam.
1: Yeah. So t- typically, typically the questions I get are more about like what it's like to live, right? What it is like to live in Ghana. Um, you know, obviously it's a it's a, it's a, it's a completely different culture than the one you might be um might be privy to right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so most questions are about culture, mm-hmm. culture, and mm-hmm. then also some questions are about like job opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like someone to actually experience what it is like to work in in Ghana. You know, before I before I actually moved to Ghana proper. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did an internship at some point. It was I think six years ago or something. Yeah. Um, at a bank, Stanford Bank uh, in Ghana. So that was my first proper work stint in Ghana. Um, and so these questions are always around that. Like, okay, how do I get in? And yeah, um, what, is, what 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 is it like? like? how do you experience living in Ghana now? Yeah.
0: Okay, so we have this event coming up, 30th of November. What can people expect? Yeah. Um, on that day. <clears throat>
1: yes yeah, so it's it's indeed at the, the 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 30th of November holiday in arena towers um mm-hmm. 7 pm what people can expect is uh, is to hear from 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 speakers mm-hmm. um a wide range of speakers that um have made that move at some point right A move um, down yes to um to the motherland and they'll be <laughs> sharing their stories and so you can ask whatever questions you want you'd want to ask um at the same time um i'll also be um collecting right collecting cvs so at some point you can actually put in your cv and if you're interested in actually making that move um we can uh, talk further on that as well um and so it's, it's it's going to be it's going to be questions and answers and, and presentations and um there's some nice partners right that are also going to come on board and mm-hmm. going to give those that come um some nice things i can't say too much right now <laughs> <laughs> you're just giving a sneak peek you know yeah <laughs> So uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot that's going to happen on, uh, on that mm-hmm. day. So uh, I definitely want to invite each and everyone hearing this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely be a part of this uh, part of this uh, this, um, this 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 event. Ah, and then also, this is supported by by the president's office as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, as, as as you might have seen um on the internet 2019 is, is is has been dubbed the year of the return yep might not necessarily be associated to the Ghanaian diaspora and like the actual Ghanaian diaspora because I think the first association is with um like slave trade and like African-Americans yeah it is stuff. it is but like if we take the the wider um context um I'm sure we can include Ghanaian diaspora absolutely yeah so uh yeah
0: and include different segments, as in terms of entertainment, yeah. fashion, the arts. Because yeah. um, if you if you look now, and that was a song I played earlier was the Fuse O.D.G. song, collaborating with uh, Damian Marley and his kind of outcry, <laughs> yeah. and calling everybody who's of African descent to to come back yeah. and in, involve uh, themselves. So yeah. I think that the common event that you have is a creative form. Of calling all African people <laughs> to <laughs> unite and and come back to uh, uh, to in this case Ghana. Yeah, I, I would like to know because uh, you moved back. You explained the opportunity presented itself to you uh, while you worked in yeah. Johannesburg. Um, how was your first working day in Ghana? I would like to know yeah. how was your starting experience, your perspective, your mind, your expectancy. Yeah. Tell us all about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, I so I my first working there like two two years ago now, um, but um, yeah. So I I do remember that I came to Ghana and I think I had to work the next day, um, So I came on the on the Sunday and then I had to start on the Monday and it was it was funny, right?
0: Yeah, um, it is because it's like you just can't get to work. Until... Yeah,
1: yeah. And and normally, normally, like you come to Ghana and come to Ghana in a different context, right? You come for for holidays and then then leave again uh but now obviously you had to get to see how to best get yourself um inside the culture get to understand those you are you, you're working with get to understand the context of of where you actually are because it's a completely different kind of environment than than then you might be um might be um known to yeah um and so there's all sorts of um how should I put it there's all sorts of um all sorts of things that you might not necessarily think or have to think about here that you have to think about there right and so it was it was um it was it was really interesting it was really interesting but it was good i mean <laughs> for myself i must say i had i had good um i had i had good mentors right like that's that's a really important um piece of advice that I'd give each and every one having mentors wanting make, yes wanting to make that that decision to actually move down speak to people right like um there's so many people that are actually have made the move at some point and it would be a shame to just make that move uneducated absolutely um, yeah because there's quite some people also that make that move and then um after a week decide to come back because they can't cope
0: a week that's quick
1: right Gosh. Um, and it's all about preparation if you prepare yourself it's much easier to actually stay because um, it it can be challenging, it can be proper challenging. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you just mentioned earlier there are a couple of things that you need to be watchful of that yeah. you don't necessarily have to be watchful of here. Yeah. Can you give us an example of that?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, all sorts of stuff. Uh, things like um, unstable el- electricity. Making sure that like you prepare for I wouldn't say prepare for the worst, but prepare for inefficiencies. Right. Like you have to make sure that, let's say the next day, depending on whether you have a generator or not. um, But even if you have a generator, like putting the generator on is not 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 the nicest thing, like the noise and stuff. Right. <laughs> so uh, things like like making sure that your clothes are ironed. Right. Make yeah. Sure. Like the, the, the night before. And for the ladies, your hair is straightened yeah, and all that stuff. You know, there's so many things that you kind of have to think of ahead of time, knowing that, OK, if mm-hmm. that's not like if. There's a light off by this and this time, like I wouldn't be in a bad position. So that's one thing. Traffic, traffic is something I really had to um, deal with, right? It's 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 something I I myself don't like. Is is losing time, losing time with anything. So um, sitting in traffic, not being able to do anything, you're literally not moving. It's hot. Um, it's, that can be quite frustrating so that's something that you have to kind of take into account as well um some bad roads there's there's i mean i don't want to paint a completely negative <laughs> picture <but> I, mean, <laughs> I got you yeah there's, there's quite some things that 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 you might come across there that you wouldn't have here
0: There are quite of a contrast yeah. to uh one of the a thing that i've also um noticed I have not worked in Ghana as you have, like, been on the ground for, like, two years, but have been going on and off for projects and things, yeah. is that if you think that things will go fast-paced, like, having several meetings on a day, you'll be, like, highly disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are one of the things, or I think one of the, the lesson that I, I just changed very quick. Yeah. I tried it one day, and I was like, no, this is not going to work. Yeah and i had uh cousins who relocated as well but then from uk were like no you don't do that yeah. like even even if you have two appointments you make sure they're in the same building <laughs> <laughs> and and figure that out yeah so yeah. those are one of the um the things that you run into and and what i've noticed as well is that people that you know, love the fast pace of things, the forwardness, straightforwardness, you know, being able to count on people's word yeah. and being able to have an honest um, an honest explanation or, you know, is the deal going to work out or not? You know, uh, I think that for some people who aren't prepared, they can like... Uh, develop a certain frustration, yeah. you know, yeah. and um, also is that, that I've run into people that come into Ghana and just want to change yeah. their environment. Yeah. And I told one well, like it doesn't work like that. Mm. Have you have you encountered that type of um, issue as well?
1: Mm. Um, as in wanting to what change the wanting change to change
0: the... or running into somebody or working with somebody that you know wants to change their yeah. environment and rather prove others how it, things should be done.
1: Oh definitely yeah um yes no definitely you would you would you would find people that that come and want to basically show how it's actually done um
0: what is your advice um, to them
1: (laughs) i mean it's it's good to try to change particular things for the better Mm -hmm. um but you can only change things when you understand why things are like that right and to um I mean, I think in in order to effect change, you'd have to um, you'd have to first connect mm-hmm. with particular people and try to get on people's levels and get yeah. on people's motivations and like try to understand why people are doing that which they're doing. And only then, from that perspective, you can change stuff. But mm-hmm. um, and that's something that that if this is this this one of the things I advised myself before going there that I had to make sure that I understood what was actually going on before doing anything. Right, like. Speak to people, try to understand okay what is actually going on here, yeah, try to understand the culture, try to understand why people are doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and then move from there rather than to see okay well um this and this is going differently um or different than um it would be in in the country where I actually come from or not necessarily actually come from but the country the, 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 the where the country you were where raised I, I was raised exactly, Holland in this you know?
0: case
1: um because that doesn't really work. Like, if you just come with a perspective, okay, right now I'm coming here, I'm going to change this, and like, okay, this is different than the Netherlands, and this is going to be yes. the same the Netherlands. It's not, it's not going to work. So, it's first appreciate where you are, mm-hmm. um, understand the culture, understand the context, uh, connect with the people that are there, and then move from 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 there. But you can, you can, you can effect change. But that's mm-hmm. again only if you make sure that you take the time to connect and take the time to understand yes. where you are.
0: Yeah, and how was the working dynamic as a managing director being new on the scene? Could you uh, tell us uh, just a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, no, that was um, that was um, that was quite interesting. That was that was that was. I think that was quite okay, right? Okay. And it was quite okay. I think because I didn't take the perspective. Okay, I'm coming here with my Dutch self trying to Obviously. change things because
0: you came from Johannesburg.
1: Yes. Yes, 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 but still I mean due to the fact that I was raised in the Netherlands yeah think it's it's easy for me to just take everything from a Dutch perspective, yeah, um, but I made sure that i I, I kinda connected right mm-hmm. with people and understood where everyone was coming from and i, I and I always try to inspire people to to do stuff rather than to um get people afraid of me or something you know as much as you have to be tough at some points at some point I'll be, I've, I've had to be tough and i have to fire people and stuff but <laughs> um it's it's easier to effect change if you actually inspire someone to do so right yeah. if you have a connection with someone and if the person feels respected and valued the person would always work twice as hard for yeah. you and with you um, if you're on like the same level or if the person understands that you understand the person kind mm-hmm. of thing right so it's i think it's all about building connections and making sure that you understand where you are again yeah and um i think because of that because i took the time to do so it was easier for me to adapt yeah and to, uh, and, to and to work in, in in that environment yeah
0: so you are um well let's say that you have a personality that can easily adapt to the new environment was it different from johannesburg by the way
1: it was it, it was. was yes oh, okay. i'd i'd say i'd say johannesburg is a completely different kind of africa um from from uh, accra I see. Yeah.
0: That that is an interesting one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk uh, uh later on a little bit more about why you think uh everybody should move to Africa. <laughs> why you think people should take on the challenge uh on taking on a job or doing something as relating to Africa and within the whole Braffier concept, how you feel about this rising interest um yeah, to our African continents so we're going to be right back but first we are listening to a little bit of uh woman power by Nanaya, who is not an upcoming artist she's the documentary uh Ghanaian artist uh, I know the old school people know them. Um, I know them. <laughs> you should know them. And she's the daughter who has taken on a singing career as well and uh, is doing so much right now. We're still uh, talking to Terry Ephraim, who is the managing director of uh, Jumia Food Ghana. Uh, Jumia Food Ghana is, for those who, people who don't know, um, how can we shortly explain like what the company is about?
1: Yes. So Jumia Food Ghana is Ghana's leading online food delivery service. Um, so it's 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 equivalent to to services like Das Resort, uh, which you'd have here, or Deliveroo or Uber Eats, huh. right? So we um, connect restaurants and um, meals to those at home and those in offices, mm. basically.
0: A growing, a super grown company.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> which which means the company is growing. You're yeah. making more money, <laughs> and about that as well. Um, well, you just talked to us about your working experience, uh, traveling from Johannesburg. That's where you worked. Yeah. Uh, then going on to, to Ghana, the opportunity presented itself to you. <clears throat> you got the job offer to, uh, to be a managing director now for two years. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing because, because yeah. they say that, uh, when you have gone through your first year, then you can properly say that you could stay there um as you have located for more and more of many more years to come right as they would say which are the other things that you do because i see you have a nice outfit on <laughs> it's like shiny <laughs> tell us a bit about other things that you also uh are doing
1: yeah um so indeed i mean ghana, ghana. that's that's one of the beautiful things just to jump in on that that's one of the beautiful things in, in ghana right like you can do you can do quite a lot right in and in, in, in Quite short of a time um so one of the other things i do is cuff dance. so i sell cuff dance, uh luxury luxury cuff dance, um that's the one i'm wearing myself right now okay okay
0: so luxury <laughs> what what does that mean does it mean it's more expensive does it mean the quality is you know
1: Yeah, so it's i mean it's it's all about quality like whenever i i i, I do something or whenever i um produce something i should i should be able to wear it myself as well and i should be completely confident that I can give it to anyone, right? So I can give it to Obama, so to speak. Right. I can give it to Nana so to speak. Right. And so yeah. everything is in the in, in the in the in, like everything is in the details. Um it's it's not something that I started today. It's been something. it's been something I started quite a while ago. But I had to had to quit because um the tailors I was working with were not necessarily um stable. Right. But now I found really, really good tailors that are working with me and um they are really good
0: creating Um, jobs (laughs) that is that is one of an impactful Thing you're doing, creating jobs.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are nice, nice kaftans um, that um, that I sell both in Ghana and also in, in the Netherlands. So for now, mostly in the Netherlands and in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, if there's people interested in, in, in getting these kaftans elsewhere, <laughs> um, they, they hit me up. <laughs>
0: uh, so they can get it. And that's one of the the ones that you're wearing.
1: Yes, and it's called Jinja. That's 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 the brand. Jinja. Jinja. Yes.
0: Okay, Jinja yeah. is J-I-N.
1: No. G. J. Uh, um, 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 it's boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't G- matter. G I N G A. Sorry, ah, okay, gotcha, <laughs>
0: gotcha. Yeah, and uh, is it like uh, has it already been launched? Can people already order some, or is it, yeah, so which a, phase is it?
1: Yeah, so there's a relaunch, so it, it so it used to have another name, but now it's a relaunch, so we um have a different name for it, a different logo, and so it, it will be it will be launched very very, very, very soon. soon. Um, it's like a proper public launch.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you're just wearing. So you're right now wearing the preview uh, of it of what's to come. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I see. Yes. Uh, so for those of you who are listening and are also on Facebook, uh, make sure that you drop a question to uh, Terry. And ask him what you want to know uh, as relating to his working experience and moving back to Ghana. Um, so how, how would you uh, advise somebody to best go about uh, if he wants to relocate to Ghana for work or business?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say first, firstly, like, talk to people, right? Talk to mm-hmm. people that actually uh, made that move. Um. At some points, talk to them. Try to understand mm-hmm. uh, what it entailed in terms yeah. of um, like everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like cost of living, um, yeah. Challenges that challenges that they faced. Mm-hmm. Um, like anything, anything you'd want to ask them, ask them, such that you're equipped yeah. with good information. And then after that, after networking, mm-hmm. um, there's always opportunities, right? There's yeah. always opportunities. um so let's say you're interested in in working what media for example talk to people in media Uh, if you're interested in working in banking talk to people in banking you know it's 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 it sounds really cliche but your your network is your network like the the, it's the truth (laughs) and the, the thing is like the job i have now it's it's not something that i interviewed for as in like it's not something that i applied for
0: no, because it came and network. locate you. This is right? this is the type of lesson people do all nights for. Come right. on. Hey, man, Hello. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but I mean, it's so it's and it's it's something that came out of the network, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, make sure you build a good network. Make sure you speak to a lot of people. Um, and that's the starting point. From there onwards, it's, 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 um, it's, 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 it's pretty, I wouldn't say pretty easy, but it's, it's possible to get something you want.
0: To get something you want. All right. Yeah. Um, so any, um, cause I'm taking on just, um, two questions before we're going to wrap it up. Um, well, first and foremost, I am reading a question and that says, um, okay, would you, would you, are you considering to move back to the West?
1: i mean for now for now i'm good in in ghana so i you're good (laughs) okay
0: it's working
1: i don't know i don't know know. know, these things you never know but Mm -hmm. i i'd say for now for now i'm good in ghana and the thing is like traveling back every back and forth every every now and then is is, it's okay for me it's a healthy move it's it's a good because i must say though like ghana as much as i love ghana it it is it is quite a roller coaster i have days that i'm like yes this is this is the place to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i also have days that i'm like nah nah i didn't sign up for this <laughs> <laughs> so then that getaway that quick getaway coming back to the west every now and then can be um can be um helpful
0: mm-hmm. yeah ah i see uh, and yeah. even one uh, one has a funny question is terry single <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. Right. <laughs> they want to know, listen, these 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 ladies want to know.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He, uh, he 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 is single. He is single. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh well, we're almost wrapping it up for Africa on Focus and we just had a chit-chat with uh Terrier from who is a, a perfect example of a Dutch uh, Ghanaian uh, professional who has taken the decision to move back to Ghana. And he's not thinking of coming back anytime soon. So that means things are going well, well. Okay. <laughs> um, last but not least, your event. Um, yes. Or First, where can people find you online and your event? How can they find you? How can they sign up? What do they need to do to be there on the 30th of November?
1: all right um so let me answer the, the, the last question first um so it's going to be again on the thirtieth um Holiday Inn arena towers um at seven p m and um so there's a there's a there's an instagram page uh called the ghanaian dream NL. okay um so if you go to add the ghanaian dream NL, you'd find some information on it um mm-hmm. then there's a facebook page that is being launched tomorrow um same thing the ghanaian dream. Um, and then otherwise you can also still send me an email on, um, the Ghanaian dream at, um, at area Uh, but then it's, it's short, right? So I've shortened it into, mm-hmm. um, T G D at dot com. Okay. You can ask me whatever questions on, uh, on that.
0: I made sure I dropped the links in the comment box on Facebook. So if you're looking for that, then i uh, go to the high radio Facebook page. I've shared the Ghanaian dream. Instagram page and uh, your own, uh, obviously. Yes. And um, well, the 30th of November. Um, drum rolls. Uh, why should people come on and be there?
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's so it's going to be a seminar, a really nice seminar that is that is and and supported also by the the, the president's office, the, the diaspora office. Um, there's going to be very very good speakers um, with which you can or with, with whom you'd be able to connect um and network so it can be that first step. Um so I used to organize similar events. Um so I founded the African Business Day, which was a similar event um at the Resmerce University a few years ago. And there's quite some people that came to the event and are now either working on the continent, like actually mm-hmm. working on the continent actually at the moment. Oh wow. Right. Because of particular connections they made. Uh there's another friend of mine that for example connected with with, with one of the speakers mm-hmm. and had been working with one of the speakers ever since. Yeah. Right. And so uh, it's all about making connections and making sure that you're educated about that which you're interested in. Yeah. Um, we're also going to share some, you know, tips. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to well, mm-hmm. mention is that, um, so apart from the Kaftan thing, there's another thing that we're starting. So me and a, a few friends of mine, also Dutch, Ghanaian mm-hmm. friends that came back. Uh, we started a fund. Um, so okay. we're all from finance and, um, I mean, returns. in
0: Money people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: returns returns in the motherland are, are way higher mm-hmm. than returns in the west right and so yeah. if you understand that game and if you understand where to put your money um it can be it can be fruitful mm-hmm. um so we started a fund called rich rich soil investments and we'll also be speaking about rich soil investments um and how the Ghanaian diaspora in the Netherlands would be able to um benefit from from the opportunities back in the motherland um as we are doing ourselves yeah um, so, I mean, there's so much. That's yeah, as, as Cardi B would say, this.
0: making money moves <laughs> like, <you> no <know>, jokes. <laughs> well, so far, um, Terry, I would like to thank you so much for flying in, especially for this for this interview. Being here on uh, African Focus, it is exactly 9 p.m. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be logging off. Um, as this is the end of the show, cause I have my producer coming to me like, listen, you're taking the time anyway, <laughs> make sure that also you, you follow Terry. Uh, I dropped his Instagram uh, page in the comment box. Uh, if you want to find out more about his event coming on the 30th of November, which is an event for anybody that wants to work, live uh, or do business or something in Ghana. Uh, it's coming from people that know it's coming from people that are experienced. It's coming from somebody who is, uh, who has a working experience from here to there, who is young and who has been living there for the last uh, two years and is not intending on coming back. So that means some good things, um, taking place at the holiday inn in Amsterdam Southeast, make sure that you attend and be a part uh, if any questions arise, of course, if you uh, drop them in a comment box, I'll make sure that I will direct you to the right place. Um, I am, uh, Miss Abba, uh, and you're listening to High Radio. In the course of the week, we have other programs that are coming on Drive Time every weekday with, uh, our producer, the CEO of Royal. Uh, on Fridays, we have Gary, uh, um, coming back with, uh, you know, Bounce. Um, or sorry, Y-Zone, uh, Weekly Y-Zone. And, um, you know, I'm hearing that Chateau Hollywood, uh are, is coming to the studio. So you might not want to miss uh, this. And, of course, uh, Jerry on the Saturdays who has his Afro Beats show. Um, this has come to the final African Focus Terry, so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to your uh, event, uh, of course. I appreciate that people you can follow me on instagram miss Abba, which is ms.aba look out for africa Unfocused the podcast uh because in case you missed the show you can also listen to uh, the podcast on soundcloud and itunes so make sure you stay tuned for that Um, I'm logging off right now. And as this hasn't been a theme all in, you know, African focus, I am ending with spice with her latest single called black hypocrisy, uh, calling all of the, uh, the black people to love themselves and stop showing favoritism to dark skin and light skin and all of that stuff. Uh, anyway, I wish you so much love and so much blessing. Stay safe. Um, Stay prayed up and I will, uh, we, we, we're going to be right back next week. All right. So, um, that will be it for now. Goodbye.